Welcome to Cripple and Baldy, a podcast for the rest of us. Uh, yes. Thank you for joining us. We would like to welcome you to sit down, uh, have a drink, smoke a smoke, toke a toke. <laughs> Talking about the marijuanas. In case you didn't get that. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly all right, welcome to the newest edition of the Cripple and Baldy podcast, where a crippled bitch and a bald bitch talk about how everyone's a bitch. Not really, but... Yeah, that's the basis of our program. <laughs> so what's up with you? Um, so I went to an ABBA concert with my mother recently. All right, and. All right. <laughs> Was there something in the air that night? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> Were the stars um, bright? Uh, but like, so my mom was basically like, there's nothing going on in the town that I live in. Okay. Um, and it's mediocrity, like at its finest, like anything performance wise. So my mom was like, oh, this like ABBA tribute band is coming to, um, where I live um <laughs> and I was like okay cool she's like you want to go and I was like uh okay and so she bought tickets and she bought them like closer to the front because it's way cheaper here and also it was a fucking tribute band right like how expensive <laughs> could it be um <laughs> but so anyways we get there and the guy is like I don't understand what happens to people where they like just all of a sudden like they see a disabled person and they forget how to do their job like you know like yeah so we go there give him the ticket he shows us this handicap accessible area that's like kind of in the back and he says will this do to which my mom is like um these aren't our seats we paid for like seats that were more in the front and she looked at the tickets and she's like, what the hell? Why are you putting a like this ma- number doesn't match where you're like, what the fuck? And then the guy was like, oh, OK, I think maybe these are more like over here. I'm like, what? Like, what do you like? We asked you show us where our seats are and you like saw a wheelchair and then you just like forgot how to like match numbers. I don't like what? He got so nervous for no reason. People really need to like. That's so rude though. It's like we paid more money to be closer and he put us like in the back. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And then me and my mom. So we were sitting at our seats and then my mom says, do you like ABBA? And I was like, no. Do you? And she's like, no. And I was like, why didn't you guys go? Because there's nothing fucking going on. We literally left halfway through because it was pretty bad. Um, And they hated their lives. Like, the performers were, like, oh, so no. annoyed that they were doing it. Yeah. I don't so even, there like... wasn't something in the night or something in the air that night? <laughs> I guess not. Poor Fernando. But can you explain to me how people, like, can't do their job? Like, I don't understand what happens when you see a disabled person that you think, oh, let me put them in an area where their seats aren't. Like, I don't. But was did he put you in like an accessible seating? Yes, but those weren't our seats. Yeah, and I the seats that, that we had were also accessible. Yeah, I think in that the front. companies just need to like do more training on like 
disability and um like diversity and inclusion just because like there's no reason to freak out like calm the fuck down i know like why do you have to be trained (laughs) to put someone in their seat i don't under like i don't like that's what doesn't make any sense though when you say like oh they need to like do more training and disability like what's there to know here is my ticket that is the seat number go find my fucking seat yeah like well i mean like if people haven't been around a lot of disabled people in their lives like they freak out it's like that if they do yeah especially like it when like people haven't seen like black people or other people of color like people are like oh what the fuck and they stare and shit it's the same shit so something interesting really not that interesting happened to me it was kind of funny uh cripple and baldy have a p.o box and I went to go check it the other day, and I forgot that I had put it under my name. And so then I was like, no, the package was probably sent to Cripple and Baldy at the post office. And the lady that I was talking to goes, what? And I was like, you might want to check for Cripple and Baldy. And she goes, what? And I said, Cripple and Baldy? And she goes, what? Can you write that down? So I wrote it down and then said it and gave her the piece of paper. And she was like, what? And I was like, it's called Cripple and Baldy. It's the name of my podcast. I know it's fucking weird. Like you wouldn't have thought that that was what I was saying to you. But that's literally what I was saying to you. And she was like offended. What? (laughs) She was like offended. She was like, what do you mean, Cripple and Baldy? What do you mean? I don't know. It was awkward. What did you say? I was just, I laughed nervously. <laughs> I mean, like, what else am I supposed to do? I was just trying to leave. I was just trying to see, like, if we had mail. And, like, yeah. The funny thing is, though, this person, she was able-bodied. She was able-bodied, and she was a person of color. And she had hair. Yeah. Okay. So, like, the fact that she was offended is fucking ridiculous because she is probably the same person that would be condescending as fuck to yeah. a person that is disabled. So like, I don't, but she's offended by the word when she literally doesn't know any background story. You know what I mean? And or I literally she saw was you like, that's the name piece, of my like, podcast. And her response was still that she was offended. I don't think like she, it, that w- I, when I said like, it's the name of my podcast, like registered with her, but even still, she's like, what the fuck kind of, you know, sorcery is this okay well also i felt really bad last night i think i made someone feel bad about themselves because i'm an idiot why what did you do well i don't know me and my boyfriend were being stupid and i was just like doing an evil laugh really loudly and i wouldn't stop doing it as we drove to um dinner and so then I decided to roll down the window so that it echoed um, in the parking lot that we were in. And it was right next to a grocery store. And there was someone trying to cross the street. And, like, I was still laughing maniacally. And they, like, stopped. And I was like, what are they doing? Like, go. Like, go. While still laughing maniacally, I was just motioning with my hand. And then I realized... That this man who was heavier probably thought that I was laughing at him. And I felt like the shittiest person because 
the reality was I was being an idiot and I wasn't laughing at him. Why did he look back at you or something? Like he did. Oh. And I was like, what is he doing? He's not like crossing the road. And then I was like, I'm the asshole here. And then I went and I ate a chimichanga. (laughs) Whoever you are, I was being an idiot. I'm sorry. I make bad choices. She does. Moving on. So have you heard about uh, T.I. taking his daughter to the gyno every year and checking to see if she has a hymen? Yeah. What the fuck? Also, like, he even says, like, the doctors tell him, you know that your hymen can be broken from, like, various ways that has nothing to do with intercourse. And he still is like, I don't care. She doesn't do any of those things. It should still be intact. Is that what he said? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Because they said, like, they said, like, um, if you are riding a bicycle or are going horseback riding, you could break your hymen. And he's like, well, she doesn't do any of that, so I already know. I'm like, dude. No, there's a lot of other ways, too. Yeah, but those were the, I mean, like, those are the, like, in the interview, I'm pretty sure. The main ones that they said, yeah. Yeah, and so... And that was his response. I was like, she's oh, like dude. 18 also. Like, what the fuck? And what a creeper. Why does he care? Probably because, like, um, T.I. and was it Tiny is his wife's name? Smalley? I don't know. They were, like, uh-huh, teen tiny. parents. Her name's Tiny. Yeah. yeah. I used to watch that show. Like, I've seen a few episodes. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Yes. Probably because they were teen parents. I get it. But, like, it's still wrong. Yeah, but she's 18 now. And also, like, but they're now, rich as fuck. Like, I mean, so. is and he going to continue to do it after she's 18? She, T.I. is, like, T.I.'s wife is, like, way older than him. Like, he was a teen parent, and she was, like, 30 or something. What? Like, she is way older than him. How yeah. much older? Like, way older. I don't uh. know exactly. I don't remember. Which I was kind of like, damn, because T.I. is, like, really good looking, and she's not that cute. And, like, I, I'm like, damn, girl, like... But he had a kid before her, too. So he was already, like, a parent. And then, like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) yeah. That girl got her fucking, okay, Tia's wife, Tiny, she got her eye, she went and got her eyes changed to blue. What? In a different country because she really wanted to have blue eyes. And it's, like, there's all these, like, things that can happen to you when you do that. And it's still, like, a new thing. You could potentially go blind. And she didn't care. And she was like, I just really want blue eyes. So I'm just going to risk it. That's terrible. Okay. He was born in 1980. And she Mm -hmm. was born in 1975. Yeah. And they met when he was like 15 or something. And they had like their kid. It was something crazy like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she was five years. Like he was like 15. Oh, wait, is she only five years older than him? I thought she was, like, ten years older than him. No, five. Oh, damn. Okay. I mean, yeah, but, like, so still, if you're, like, 20 and you're, like, fucking a 15-year-old boy, like, what the hell? 2001, how old was he? I don't know. I don't care enough. He would have been 21, right? 2001, if he's born in 80. Bitch, do math. I'm bad at math. I, you are. That's an easy... <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't like... care enough to figure it out. That you don't have to. That's like a quick, like, 2001, like, Like, there's nothing. You add a one, 20, like, two decades. Like, come on, dude. Like, I'm not good at math either, but 
Right. I guess we know who is the one that should have gone been in the gate program. Talking about myself. Actually, I was in higher than gate. I was in seminar. Oh, really? I wasn't. I didn't get anything at all. And I'm a pretty smart person. But also, there's this thing where kids who have disabilities tend to lack in, um, like, school because they're dealing with their physical ailments. And that's something that I did not know. And I thought I was dumb when I was little. That's so, so sad. It really is. Um, well, also, I you know. Like- those are just trying to train you to be elitist too. that kind of bullshit they're just trying to like pit kids like against each other <laughs> i'm serious i think it's like oh well i'm not that Dude, smart like they were you know? like they were like mean to me in there really yeah why like, started this like click they're like ugh, baldy can't be in the click we're gonna start a click and i was like what and there were like weirder kids in there than me i was like barely weird you know what i mean yeah Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. Middle school's rough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, whatever. Um, yeah. I remember um, I had a friend that I grew up with who would be considered hot. Um, and I grew, and she's, like, two years younger than me. And I remember in middle school, like, she started, like, developing. And I was just this fat, like, turd. You know, potato. And, I think potato is more accurate. Okay, thank you. Yes, potato. You're edible um, and delicious. <laughs> whatever. Um, so I remember though, like we we never were in school together until about like middle school, and like she would like whenever she'd be like seen around, like talking to me or whatever, like her friends were telling her like, why do you hang out with that girl? Like, why are you around her? Like, you're too pretty, kind of shit. And then she, fun fact. Stopped hanging out with me um, because she was too pretty for me. So, yeah. We ended up, like, hey, uh, getting back together, like, when she started doing, like, middle – or um, uh, homeschool. Not homeschool. It was charter. Then she was like, oh, okay, we can be friends again. But the fact that that happened, and then also whenever I now show anybody what she looks like, Whenever I'm talking about her, they're like, oh, what, let me look at her on Facebook. Or they'll find a picture of her on Facebook and be like, who's that hottie that you're hanging out with? And then they're like, why would you ever stop being friends with that? And I'm like, you're right. I should definitely stay friends with people based on the fact that they're hot and not on the fact that they treat me like I deserve nothing because I'm a disabled person. I wonder if she ever listens to this. And if she does, she's probably going to be like, that's, I didn't do that. And then everybody's going to like believe her because she's beautiful and I'm just a turd. So to be fair, I'm a beautiful turd. I know. Thank you. You're welcome. You're a chocolate covered turd. Oh, it's like you are fudge pretending to be a turd. All right. Yeah. Also, that that. girl is not like smart. She's not not smart. What do you mean? She's not dumb. <laughs> like this is dumb. Baldy being a hater right now. Whatever you were just hating, I'm I'm allowed to hate. Yeah, I'm know. hating on her for like reasons that I have though that are like real. Well, she's dumb. Like you didn't hang out with her enough to even know that. Like I don't yeah, like to right. go placing like bullshit when it's not true. Whatever. You know what I mean? She's not dumb. She's just like believes in the idea. That you have to be pretty and nice. Like, that's all a woman's worth is, and that's what she holds to. 
Like that's her whole like life's being. That's like what she needs to be all the time. And she was always congratulated for like hanging out with me. I mean, every, all of my friends who are I was are always. Yeah, you were always congratulated as well. A French man with very bad B.O. told me I was an angel. Oh, yeah, he fucking did. He was so good at hair, though, you know? Yeah, your hair looks really good. He was also a heroin addict. (laughs) That guy was definitely a heroin addict. Uh, Um, He smelled terrible. Yeah, because he's French and they're gross. Um, I'm just kidding for all of you uh, French enthusiasts. I went to France last summer and... um, (laughs) <laughs> we were sitting there eating crepes. I know. Ugh, my life. Uh, so, which leads us, well, I guess we'll get into that topic in a minute. But I remember him saying to my friend, he literally didn't even, he owned the restaurant that we were, like, sitting there eating at. He was a really good-looking, like, older French dude. Like, short, like, tan, like, gray hair. But, like, I don't know. He looked he was good. a silver you know? fox. What? Yeah, he, he was. was like, fox. for reals. He was, like, a short silver fox. But... And he talked about how he lived in the U.S. for 10 years. He was not even looking at me, like, the whole time they were talking. And I would say something, but it was like he would ignore me. Like, you know when I tell you, like, I'm funny and people, like, don't acknowledge that, like, I'm the one making everybody laugh because mm-hmm. they're in a group setting. It was that kind of thing where, like, I would say something and then he'd be, like, ignored that I said. I don't. It was weird. But I remember him saying to my friend, yeah, it's tough traveling in a wheelchair. And I just thought to myself. What? How the fuck do you know? What are you doing? Like, he was, like, basically telling them, you're so sweet for, like, traveling with this woman. What a difficult... Or not woman. He wouldn't have referred to me as that because I'm an it, right? But I was just thinking, like, who the fuck are you? How the... What are... What good do you have to say that shit? You know nothing about it. Which brings us to our next topic of... We're going out of order here, I guess. Okay. Um... The would you date a disabled person thing that we watched. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, that thing was so stupid. It's ignorant. That's why I brought that. that that's why I segue to that because I'm like, he was talking about something he knew nothing about. And these people are saying shit that they know nothing about as if it's like the truth. Yeah. So there's so. this episode of K-Time TV where they were doing a panel and they were asking everyone, would you date a person with a disability? And... Except for they were all saying less abled. Like, because for some reason they think that's more appropriate to say. It was just weird. Yeah, that was weird. Is that like a UK thing? I don't think so. I think that was just a them thing. (laughs) (laughs) I've watched a lot of UK, like, disability, like, stuff, and they say disabled. That's like, um, yeah. So, anyways, yes. So, I don't know. There was this one chick who I felt like was one of the only voices of reason there. She was just like, you know, I could say that, yeah, I would date a disabled person or I would continue to date someone that became disabled. But until I've actually gone through it, you know, maybe it's much harder than I think it would be. Like, I don't know because I haven't been in that situation. And that I is honest, right? Yeah. I Her mean, name was Jilo. Yeah, and she was, like, from Sierra Leone. Okay. Yeah. And the other woman that I felt, like, had a reason, like, was actually asking people. She seemed offended. Olivia, that was her name? With the black She seemed, like, offended by, like, things that these people were saying. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Continue what you were saying. Yeah, I mean, at least that's honest. I mean, and she was just like, you know, I would be open 
to dating someone that's disabled, but you know she didn't really say that though. I mean, she she kind of said that. She and maybe said I'm she reading... doesn't know. She was basically like, I can't say like what would happen. She was like, I don't know if I'd like reject someone, but I don't know if I would like embrace that. Like, yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's at least honest. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. a little bit more open minded than most people because you know, like. You don't know until you're in it, but, um, yeah, I don't think I have really anything to add to that. The thing that I found ridiculous was, like, I felt like most of the conversation was this. So this one guy came over. He was, like, a one of the producers or something, I don't know, dealing with the cameras or whatever. And this girl, Olivia, was really, like, she's, like, um, I know a guy who says of this thing and uh, maybe we should ask him like all attitude. And so the guy comes over and talks and he says that he would, if his girl, if he was with a girl and she became disabled, he would leave her instantly. And he's, and his reasoning was you only live once at the, and at the end of the day, you deserve something better. That's what, what he said. And the thing is like people like saying this shit is just like, it's coming from ignorance because mm-hmm. first of all, you're saying that a disabled person couldn't give you something like that an able-bodied person and you have no idea. Like, where are you getting these ideas from? And the basis of like what most of these guys were saying is that if they became disabled, they would um, break up with their girlfriend because they wouldn't want her to have to like live a life with like someone who was not a whole person basically and that they could no longer provide for for her and that they wouldn't really be a man which all of this shit is completely disgusting yeah and totally insulting to any disabled insulting, man insulting it's totally discriminatory it's they're talking about toxic masculinity like it's no. ignorant too yeah. because they're getting this information just in their mind that yeah. they think that they couldn't what you think you can't work now or something the only reason why you wouldn't be able to work is because people are ableist like you and they're hiring not you you know what i mean like them. i know i know okay i just wanted to clarify i looked at you when i said that and you were like what and i was like i know um, it took me a minute i was like what do you mean what did i no. do i wasn't involved <laughs> with any of this <laughs> um but like also, like, one of the things they kept saying, too, was, like, that they couldn't, like, perform. Like, that they wouldn't be able to have sex. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, who are you talking about? I, I, or that they couldn't have children? And what? Where are you getting all of this information? Well, Just from your ignorant dude, head? That one dude, like, his dad um, was shot in the back and he lost, uh, like, uh, control of his lower body. So I think that's what he was thinking of, like, in particular and they seem- but all the guys were saying that yeah we found out about that later in the program they were saying that before he even They're said like, that like they yeah were- well i i wonder if that's just like you know i don't know i feel like when a bunch of dudes get together just get hive mind and they're like yeah dude <laughs> you know what i mean but the thing is like with that guy's dad he basically said like that his dad could no longer perform for his mom which is rare because usually guys who get like spinal cord injuries can still have sex like it's mm-hmm. not like a from what i've seen from the research i've done what's really funny is like what if he just thinks that and his dad was like fucking the shit out of his seriously (laughs) that's what i was thinking too i was like is this accurate because oh my god i hope he was saying he was like it's my mom's birthday my dad's gonna be there i was like i hope that his dad like sits him down and was like where do you think your younger siblings came from (laughs) 
saying? Seriously, though. Seriously. God. And they were trying to say that, like, also, like, you wouldn't, what if I couldn't give her kids or whatever? And I'm just like, I'm sorry, my dad, I'm the product of a disabled man who had three children. Okay. Yeah, and two of them are very tall. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty tall for my dwarf. My mom always calls me a tall dwarf. So thanks, <laughs> Mama. Um. <laughs> yes, in case you wondered, um, Cripple's a dwarf. She's a little person. Yeah, I am 4'9 and like three quarters, so like almost 4'10. And I'm 5'2, but she wants to tell me that I'm a short bitch all the time. Um, okay. Also, back to this thing. I wrote notes. Okay, so I'm going back to them to try and Good. remember my anger. Um, so I can get it out. So, like, <laughs> the other thing is Olivia had asked those guys. She's like, oh, so you'd break up with her. The thing is, like, they think that once you become disabled, like, you're all of a sudden going to have, like, different desires. Like, you're all of a sudden going to, like, want to be alone and not like you don't deserve anybody that's what she said she's like Mm -hmm. so you think if you become disabled you don't deserve anybody and they're like well it's not that I don't deserve anybody but it's like that I would have to have and then one of the girls goes like the right kind of person that's willing to like deal with that or like take care of you or all this shit and I'm like bitch take care of there are a lot of people who have disabilities that definitely need help with a lot of things and Mm -hmm. that's fine but But for the most part yeah it isn't all of them and like disability so, like has like a huge umbrella. Yeah, it really does. And so it kind of triggered me them saying that because I'm just like, um, I fucking fully take care of myself. And I'm like, I have done more than most of those fucking people on that panel have have done. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, fuck you limiting me. Like they're limiting people without even knowing, though. Mm-hmm. The only person who has any knowledge is the guy whose dad became paralyzed. And even that guy is fucking ignorant. You know, my dad can't fuck my mom. Yeah. Like I like you said, he probably still fucking could. Like, what did your dad tell you that? Like, or did you just assume? (laughs) Yeah, he probably just fucking assumed like that's what happened. But and doesn't mean he can't fucking eat that pussy. Yeah. Thank you. What the fuck? But the thing that really did bother me, though, and I know I already said this, but I'm saying it again, is that. Like, people think that when you become disabled, you all of a sudden, like, cease to exist, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's disgusting. And I remember watching, um, there was this, like, TV show, like, probably 10 years ago that was, like, about a bunch of um, disabled women. But, of course, they became disabled. They would Why would they have a show where people were born disabled? That's also another form of ableism. Like, it's, like, where, like, if you're born able-bodied, at least, like, you used to be able-bodied or something. Like, Mm -hmm. that kind of shit. So, like, you have a little more value in that way. Um, But I remember watching it, and this girl was, like, she was, like, probably two years younger than me. She was recently became disabled. She got paralyzed in, like, a car accident or something. And I remember her saying, um, she was, like, yeah, it's great that, like, everybody feels, like, inspired by me. Um, But, like, what about me? Like, what about like me having things and me having a life and I was so beyond disgusted by this woman because she was basically just like embracing the fucking ableist bullshit that like disabled people live to make other people feel better about themselves Mm -hmm. and then she was realizing that she actually still wanted to have a life 
just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so she was being really frustrated, which I feel for her. But I was also, like I said, completely disgusted because her like basis was ableism and her thinking that disabled people really have no value and like thinking that disabled people don't want anything. That's really what it was like. She's like, oh, other disabled people are happy being like having no job and no one caring about them. But I want that. Mind you, this woman, I know someone who knows her, I found out. What? And you fucking know everybody. <laughs> what? I said, you fucking know everybody. The people that made up this panel that were doing this video are younger than me. So this is the younger generation. And I feel like it's almost like some of the younger generation is just as bad as some of the older generation. It's like we went through this like um, phase of where we like, we're trying to 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 gain more um, in- inclusiveness and like we wanted to think critically and like do good in the world. And it's almost like we're backtracking now, I feel like. So, okay. I don't know. I was really annoyed by all of it. And like I said, there was just like that one chick, like I could appreciate her honesty and like what she had to say about it. But the majority of what everyone said was just obnoxious. You know, they weren't even they weren't even trying to think critically about the question that was asked because, again, you hadn't experienced that. So who's to say how you would act or like how would you feel? You know, I mean, it's like you fall in love with people. You don't fall in love with someone just because like that's something different. That's, you know, like I think most people don't. You don't? They just know I think attraction. Yeah, I think so. I think that's, like, basically, like, the whole problem. And I remember one of the guys saying, he was like, well, I guess I would, like, if I was talking to someone and I really liked this person and then I would, like, go for it. But my thought when he said that was, I'm like, nobody even talks to me. So, like, in order for you to, like, ha- like form a connection with someone and then be like, oh, I really like this person. And this is regardless of disability. It doesn't matter, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you said, attraction. Like, maybe you're not attracted to that person or whatever. In order for you to, like, get to the point of where you're like, I really like this person. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to date this person. You have to actually have a conversation with the person, right? You have to actually get to know the person. But I feel like for me and my personal experience has been, like, the people don't even – they don't want to even, like, talk to me. So – and that's just most people, right? And it's like I have to kind of like put myself out there to even like talk to people. And I don't – I'm feeling really like at this point in my life, like I'm so disgusted by abled body people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've been living my life to like please them or something or to like try and prove something to them. And I'm so at a point where I'm just like I – would be perfectly happy if I never had to interact with a new able-bodied person ever again in my life because I really same shit different day I'm just so done and like I've had so many instances where I've like known people who would have never given me a chance if it wasn't for me being friends with their friend you know what I mean yeah and then they love me and they think I'm great and I'm, like, one of their best friends. But they would have never spoken to me. And so, yeah, that's about how I feel about that. So when that guy says, oh, like, if I would have gotten to know someone, whatever, I was, I'm like, well, that would involve you to actually give somebody a chance in the first place, even, like, on the basis of, like, friendship. Yeah. And that's something people don't do. Yeah, so. that's true. 
just like um, our next topic with Dr. Mike, the delicious Dr. Mike. Oh, Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike, how can you be (laughs) the way you are? So easy on the eyes, so hard on the heart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So so those... For those of you who don't know, Dr. Mike is a, he's like what, he's 29? Like he's a 29 year old like medical doctor. He's like a- From Russia and he's Jewish. Well, from Russia, like kind of, like he was raised in the US. Yeah. Like he came here when he was like five or something. And he's Jewish. Is he? Yes, dude. He's never talked about that. Is he? Yeah. I mean, how else would I know that? Because you like Jewish people and you're just hoping? (laughs) (laughs) The same could be said for you. <laughs> That's a good point. I do. We should not um, fetishize Jewish people. Well, they need to not be so hot then. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. The Eastern European looking man. Um, He looks white as fuck. That boy is like so generically white looking. And also, okay, look, I'm a hater. I'm a hater. Okay. He's like 6'6". Six, six. It's just not fair. It is not fair for someone to look like that and then be a medical doctor. Fuck you. We've already talked about this before, so uh, about him and whatever. So continue. So he did a video with his friend um, Pamela Ray Schuler. Did I say her last name right? Schuler? Schuler? I don't know. I'm going to say Schuler. 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 (laughs) Anyways. So she is a comedian and she has Tourette's and they're friends. And, and they... she is four six. Yes, she's four six. She's small but mighty. Um And no. she very adamantly considers herself to be a person with a disability. Like she doesn't shy away from that at all. Yeah. And they met at this program at MIT and I'm pretty sure that Dr. Mike was like I would have never talked to you except for like I knew we were going to be friends because you kind of just went up to the person that was in charge of this class or workshop that we were doing and was like, I just bought a house. I might need to take some calls. Just very upfront about it. And he was like, that's my kind of lady. New York. That's not at all what he sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, New York. Mike. Have you seen that? Six, six. Have you seen that bit from Will Sasso where he's like, yeah, New York, baby. And he'll just like say dumb shit. And, but he's like, yeah, that's New York. I love that. No, I have not. But Will Sasso is amazing. As we've said, Will Sasso, we want you inside of a, I mean, on our podcast. (laughs) I just want you guys to know that she completely just like looked away and acted like she hadn't just said that after she said that. Anyways, so back to the video with Pamela Ray Schuler. It was pretty cool, I will say. So, I mean, he was just straight up like, I wouldn't talk to her except for like this random encounter that we had. And then I was like, okay, we're friends. Well, and he didn't she... like say that. Huh? He didn't say he wouldn't have talked to her. I mean, like he probably wouldn't have. I think it's No, he probably soon. wouldn't have. But he wouldn't have said that because he's a very like, I think he's also of the mind like that you need to be nice to everybody and be pretty. Like, even though he's a man, but he's, like, yeah. a beautiful man. So, like, he has that beautiful kind of, Beautiful like, man. 
I mean, I don't think he's like super hot. Like he's generic looking, but like I'm know, still not over. I'm not over Doctor Mike yet. I will. I'll I get am there because I think he said some ableist shit in this video. So I can yeah. like you can fuck go fuck yourself, Doctor Mike. Um, but he won't. He'll be fucking models. Uh, so anyways, I just love that she was just like fucking calling him out. Oh yeah, she made a joke. <laughs> she said Mike dates ten. To be clear, that's how hot they are, and also their IQs. And then he his response was like, the, it wasn't a burn on him, and it was a burn on his dates. And I'm like, nah, dude, that's a burn on you because it shows that you only care about what people look like. Yeah. And not what's actually in their head. So I don't know how he didn't, like, I don't know. He, that got, guy is super insecure, though. Like, I was watching a video where it was like people were, like, um, roasting him, and he got so butthurt. And I was like, dude, these are mild. Like, <laughs> relax. Yeah. Fuck. He's a titty baby, Dr. Mike. Um, so I took some notes on this, okay? And I wanted to... <laughs> hey, guys, according to my notes. <laughs> um, so he's, uh, she says, she's talking about, like, she was very much, like, trying to talk about disability in this video, and I feel like she was trying to, like, explain, and she's very nice about it, and I am not, and I will not be... You all other disabled people, you can fucking be sugar. You're like the Malcolm shit. X of disability. Oh, like just rageful. Yeah. Like not trying to. Yeah. I don't care. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Cripple X. <laughs> Cripple X. Okay, whatever. I don't know but, enough about Malcolm X to understand if that's an appropriate comparison. But from what I know, that's what I'm going with. I feel like I understand disabled people wanting to like sugarcoat shit because they want people to listen to them, like the able-bodied people to listen to them. But I feel like when you're too mild and kind of like too f- forgiving of the able-bodied person's ignorance, all you're doing is perpetuating the bullshit, which is like, I feel like a lot of able-bodied people will like pat themselves on the back for like, even like having a disabled person at their house or something, that kind of shit. And I feel yeah. like Dr. Mike is kind of that person. Yeah. Um, and I have reasons for that, which is, like, the notes that I took. But I just am at the point in my life, too, where I'm, like, usually the response I'll get when I'm so, like, aggressive towards people about, like, their ableism and stuff is that I'm angry because I'm disabled because they're dumb. And, like, that's the only message they give me. But the other thing is, like, if I wasn't angry, it would be the same shit anyways. Yeah. They would still think that I'm sad and unfortunate yeah. and that my life is not worthwhile. That's the same kind of thing that like um, black women get, you know, like how they're seen as like this, you know, the stereotype of the angry black woman. You're mm-hmm. just you're not black. You're disabled. Uh, I feel like I'm going to be how I am towards people because I'm dealing with a lot of and uh. I do not speak for every disabled person, but I certainly feel like there's a lot of disabled persons that would agree with me. We have just been so just abused by the society that I'm not going to sit there and like smile at you while you treat me like shit. Like I'm going to call you out. Um, I'm going to give you points of like exactly what you're doing. Like I like to give people examples of like their prejudice, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To which they will get offended and like tell me I don't know what I'm talking about whatever it doesn't I don't know anyways back to Dr. Mike so Dr. Mike this woman Pamela she was talking about how um her difficulties in school having Tourette's and basically how like the school didn't know like how to help her basically and so they kind of villainized her 
And uh, she said this was a direct quote from somebody who was an advocate for the disabled kids, which doesn't make any fucking sense. This is an advocate, okay, mind you, for disabled kids in school. And this is what she said. Kids with disabilities, kids like Pam, don't get A's and B's. They don't get into college and they don't get invited to hang out at the mall. If you lower your expectations now, it will be easier for you in the future. This was a disabled advocate or disabled kid advocate, advocate for disabled kids. I'm sorry. This person was definitely not disabled because a disabled person would not be so fucking dismissive of another disabled person. But um, but also, like, how can you say that when you've been working with, like, strictly disabled kids for so long? Because because this person's ableist. That's why it's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm just saying, like, there are so many different kinds of disabled people that to make that kind of gross generalization is just wrong. It's inaccurate. I mean. See, to me, this, like, I feel like this pinpoints, like, the problem in our society which is that people don't listen. They don't want to see a disabled person as more than just like an it, more mm-hmm. than just like a thing that can't do anything. And even though this woman who had written this had probably had various amounts of like interactions with disabled kids, mm-hmm. she still believes in her mind that they have no value. And these are the people that are influencing dis- disabled ki- kids. Like it's it's just, it disgusts me and it makes me want to get in there and help out because I'm like, I'm not good. Like, that's so horrible that you would say that shit to people. But the thing that I found ridiculous about this, and which is why I'm not team Dr. Mike, his response after she had said this was he wasn't like shocked and appalled, which I feel like would be a normal response. Not yeah. to an able, not to a normal able bodied person because they, they do believe that disabled people are less than. Um, the average, not everybody. Hey, y'all, you know. Uh, like but me, his response I'm not was, average. What? <laughs> I said, like me, I'm not average. Yeah, you're not average. You're not, for sure. I agree. Um, So his response to this was, were you not getting A's and B's? Like, so I- to me, I'm like, he was trying to, like, find this able-bodied woman's reasoning for, like, saying this like people always want to take the able-bodied person's side no matter what mm-hmm. you know what I mean I really find this so like he it's not that he because to me this is like so completely inappropriate and disgusting that somebody's saying this I would immediately side with Pamela and be like holy shit that is wrong that is not okay that this happened and his response was well um what did you do like to make her say that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Victim blaming, basically. Oh, for sure. That's totally what it was. And yeah. I was like, wow, Dr. Mike. Um, Easy on the eyes, hard on the heart. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're like, this goes back to the uh, my original thought. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad she was just like, uh, no, I wasn't in school because I was having these violent like ticks. I broke my fucking neck. Because I used to toss my head. I have Tourette's. Like, what part of that don't you understand? Like, I was so disruptive in the classroom that they took me out of the normal classroom. They put me in special ed. But I didn't have any, like, developmental, like, delays or anything. I was just fucking, like, having these very violent tics. In fact, every doctor I saw said this was the worst case that I've ever seen. You know, like, yeah. uh, wh- why, like I didn't I didn't sit still long enough to fucking even retain or not be disrupting 
any kind of instruction. So why the fuck would you think that I had, you know, that? So I'm glad she was just like, um, excuse me. Hello. Back to Earth. Dr. Mike. Like, well, she didn't say attitude. She's, she was very nice. I mean, like, she was nice time. about very it. Agreeable. But like, but I mean, but she but she was just like, you know. Hello. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the- it wasn't attitude. It was like. um. It wasn't quite blunt either. It was just more. It wasn't just she was doing more than just being agreeable. She wasn't just like, remember, I was having these really violent tics and I was disruptive <laughs> in the class. So no, Dr. Mike, like, you know, it was it was a little bit like she was being nice about it. But she was the whole like general like demeanor was just like, what the fuck? Right. Like she didn't like just agree with what he said. Yeah, I get no, what you're saying. She like she like, did still say, no, actually, this is what's happening. But she said it in a way that was like still nice like yeah for sure yeah no I under and like I said I get it I get disabled people that do that there is definitely need for that because able-bodied people don't even want to listen anyways um this is partly why I'm like I feel so (laughs) done with able-bodied people like I'm just like no thank you I do not want to speak to any anybody who I don't already know that's able-bodied no new friends basically Um, I don't want anything to do with them that's how I feel at this point. Like, I do not want to. And is that prejudice? Yeah, it is. But I don't want to be abused anymore. And, like, my experience is that I am abused by strangers. So if you're able-bodied and you're in my life, cool. Let's stay friends. But other than that, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm tired. So, um... The other thing that he said that I felt was very um, <laughs> ableist was he. she was basically like he was trying to understand what she was saying. And she was saying like disabled people like they're not all sad and like wish they were whole. That's what she said. And I, yeah. when she said wish they were whole, I thought to myself, bitch, we are whole. What the fuck are you talking about? But um, which I don't think she meant that we weren't whole. I feel like it was kind of like her trying to just like put it in perspective for people, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I wish what. I was in your hole. <laughs> yeah, you do. Don't, like, say that. You can be in my hole, baby. Just another month. Um, so, basically, she was saying, like, I don't, like, the term inspiration is, like, offensive and blah, 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 all that stuff, right? And so, he says, but, like, that he wishes that he was as good in like his analogy to being disabled, I guess. I don't know. I don't. Was basketball. Yeah. It was like, yes. And he basically said that he wishes he was as good in basketball as LeBron is. And like, if somebody wishes they were as good in basketball as LeBron, but they like do soccer and they have like a bum leg, like that's okay. Right. That's like basically what he said. And I was like, what do you mean? That's like saying really that into basketball. I don't think so. I don't know. Because he kept fucking using that analogy. But that's not the point. Like, I don't understand. Like, him saying that to me came across as him being like, well, like, able-bodied people are like LeBron. Right? So they're, like, good at everything and, like, can do things. And disabled people are being over here sad with a bum fucking knee, used to play soccer, can't anymore, going and staring at LeBron with, like, shiny lights in their eyes because they wish they were LeBron. So, like, to him, like, his analogy was, like, completely ableist, which is just, like, 
all disabled people wish they were able-bodied. That's what I got from that. I don't know. What do you think? What's your um, analysis of that? I mean, okay, so I'm a little bit confused. So was was that what he said and then Pamela said something and then he went on to say like. Okay, was, so the way that he said it was actually a little confusing. Yeah. So this is what it was. It was basically like she was saying disabled people are okay with ourselves. We are fine with ourselves. We don't go around wishing we were whole. Mm-hmm. And then he says, well, if I wish I was, it's, he says, it's like, I wish I was as good at basketball as LeBron James mm-hmm. after she says this, right? Mm-hmm. So like, but I'm not as good at basketball as LeBron James. I'm over here playing soccer with a fucked up leg or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what it was. Oh, I think I'm think what I got confused by is I was thinking about when he was talking about inclusion, about how like the difference between being like it's okay, like it like is it okay to like be like oh we really want to win this game but you've got like a bum leg or something and like so you can't play with us because we're trying to win, and then afterwards be like yeah you can come be a part of us because we have already won and that's us being like inclusive and being like yay you even though you weren't a part of the process versus like bringing you in while they're working towards the goal yeah but do you think he was being ableist like do you think like i told you what i got from him saying the lebron james thing yeah no he's over here wishing he was lebron james was him like attributing that to like disabled people over here wishing they were able-bodied? Yeah, no, because and not- she literally just said they don't. But he was still like, yeah, but they must. Like people can't take that in that we're okay with ourselves. They can't. That just doesn't make sense to them, right? Yeah. No, what he said was ableist. I agree. But like, what I don't understand is why he was like saying everyone's LeBron. Because, like, LeBron is, like, the exception. You know what I mean? Like, there's people that are, like, really good at, like, one particular thing. But that shouldn't be what he compares, like, all of able-bodied people to. Because there's one LeBron. That's a really good... Yeah, but that's a really (laughs) good point. Yeah. Right? Because Mm -hmm. LeBron is the exception, right? He's a great basketball player. Like, Mm -hmm. he's very talented. Right? I don't know anything about basketball. I don't know anything about sports. But I have heard from the talkie (laughs) pictures that he... LeBron James. Right. So, but I feel like him like saying that like, it's like saying like able-bodied people are like exceptional compared to like disabled people. He had also said that she was, um, he said, can he be proud of his friend who was her, he was talking about her, for getting past all of the everything in her life. She got past her disability and all this stuff. Can he be proud of her? And like, you know, is successful in life or whatever. And my response to that was past what? She got past it. No, dude, she got, she's getting through it still. Like, yeah, like the way that she's dealing with ableism is humor. Yeah. She, the reason why she got into it is because of the ableism, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're not getting past your disability. When I sing, I'm not getting past it. I sing because of the pain of the ableism, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I don't understand why he would say, like, getting past it. 
I mean, she's still disabled. She still has Tourette's. That's something that's going to be a part of her life that's a part of her, you know? Yeah. Like, she did things in spite of the challenges that she was faced with. But, I mean, like, you should be happy for whatever achievements you or your friends, like, do. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be, like, it can be anything. You know what I mean? Achievements are achievements. His idea of her is that she's limited. Like, he still has that idea because that's why he says getting past because he believes that, like, she's, like, done something that most disabled people don't, right? Because we're all just sitting around feeling sorry for ourselves. Yeah. No. So being sad we're disabled when really we're sitting around feeling sad that we're we're not included and treated like shit. I mean, the basis of disabled people's problem is other or able-bodied people treating them like they can't do things Mm -hmm. not giving them a chance aka not giving them work yeah not including them in anything dismissing them before they even know their talent which makes us go back to our next topic (laughs) which is this woman wrote a um i love her now we need to get her on the podcast oh yeah no i love her too i was thinking that too yeah we should uh, she has a website called Crutches and Spice, which is just like the cutest fucking name for a website, first of all. And her name is um, Amani. Yeah. Yes. Amani Barbarin? Barbarin? I do not know. I, kn- I did not get her last name, so. Amani! Love us because we love you. Uh. <laughs> So do you want to talk about the article or? Yeah. So she was talking about um, America's Got Talent. There was um, a dude on there named Cody Lee. And he um, was a blind autistic man um, who is fucking talented. Like, I don't know. He's got a great voice. What do you think about his voice? Um. I want to also put out that he is not just talented because that is kind of like the basis of like the article, which is that we are like dismissing his, um, his, his skill as though it was just some magical thing that happened. Right. I mean, I feel like people can be like, I see what you're saying. I'm not discounting that, but I'm just saying like, you have to be talented. You could be like technically like a good, like, singer but not have like a good tone right right I agree with that but I also wasn't just referring to the singing I was also referring to him playing piano which is a skill yeah no that's a skill and also singing is a skill as well because you can have a beautiful tone and not know how to use your voice or you can know like you said you can know how to use your voice and not have a beautiful tone Mm -hmm. so he definitely he has a nice tone for sure to his voice yeah He's got a nice pop singing voice. I would definitely agree to that. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing is that like people were so um, they were infantilizing him. Like yeah. he came up onto the stage and, and they're like, like oh, why? Yeah. How he's sweet. a fucking oh, grown ass man. Yeah. They're like, oh, how cute that he's going to like try and like sing. Oh, how cute that a disabled person thinks that they can like try at something. And, like, the whole audience was completely shocked when he started singing and playing. And that's the most disgusting part for me Mm -hmm. because people are so, like, 
they so believe that disabled people have no abilities in any way that it would be impossible for a person with a disability to have any sort of talent or skill. So when they hear that he can sing and play piano, they their minds get blown. Mm-hmm. And also, like, maybe I'm skipping ahead, but I watched the um, his performance on America's Got Talent. Is it America's Got Talent? Yeah, America's yeah. Got Talent. And, like, he... Okay, first of all, he is, like visually impaired or you know he's fucking blind don't go up to a blind person and just grab them like the judges were like hey let me give you a hug i'm like bitch like he's fucking blind not only that but he's like autistic like that's like completely like not okay like i get like you thought it was okay but like don't do that (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah so like so the other thing that I found like very disturbing about this whole piece is that Gab- Gabrielle Union, I think is her name, mm-hmm. beautiful woman. I remember seeing her on Seventh Heaven. She's like 45. Like really? she looks amazing. Yeah, no, she looks great. Like Jesus. I didn't realize but she was that young. She said to she said to him, and this is a grown man, okay? Cody Lee is a fully grown man. Um, she says to him, you know, I just like had a kid recently and as a parent, you want to give your kids like the moon, the stars and rainbows. And she's like, so I want to give you this gift. And then like pushes the golden buzzer, which is means like you're going straight to Las Vegas on that show. Los Angeles. Oh, is it Los Angeles? I, I don't know. You're going no, to pretty, like the, the fucking no, it's Las like... Vegas. I'm pretty sure it's Las Vegas. That Los Angeles is American Idol. Oh, I don't know. Unless they've changed it. It doesn't fucking matter. That's irrelevant. But so the whole like thing is that she compared him to her like two-year-old child yeah you know? and she was and like, like and she wasn't even like talking to him she was no she to wasn't she was talking to his mom yeah and like, like i don't know as if she as if his mom was the one that was just like performing you know what i mean yeah people re- really like to do that it's it's pretty disgusting and personally as a performer myself i have dealt with this time and time again And one of my favorite things to do is to go to an audition. Mind you, I know I'll never get it because I never do. It doesn't matter how good I am. (laughs) But what happens is I'll be in this room waiting to go into the audition full of all these skinny, pretty white girls, right? And they'll all look at me like, oh, my God, um, it's so cute that you're doing that, that you're auditioning, that you think that you could possibly You live your best life. Yeah, like the yeah, exactly. Like how adorable. Like you inspire me. And so I'm always just like, Oh, do I inspire you because you think that I'm gonna suck? Like that's like always like people's like, oh, they can't do anything because they're disabled, right? Mm-hmm. So like whenever I go into the audition room and I have a big ass fucking voice, um the response when I come out of the audition room and see all these girls again is that they're kind of like offended by me. You know, mm-hmm. I've had that happen a lot of times where it's like they didn't I shouldn't be good. Right. Yeah. Like I need to suck. They were expecting me to be bad and I'm way better than they are. And they just can't like, I don't know, their brains explode. And yeah. it went from them pitying me to them like being angry that I didn't fit into like their ideal. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, why is it that you, in order to be successful or good at anything, you have to look a certain way? 
Those things are different. They're different. I know. It's it's pathetic. It really is. Um, But yeah, this the whole like Cody Lee thing hits me in a very personal way. And I totally feel that. And I I think it sucks how he's being treated. And um, I mean, this is once again goes back to why I'm done with able bodied people. So the thing that I find funny about the whole like people thinking that disabled people are like have no talents or abilities or can't do anything. And if they can, it's shocking. And obviously it wasn't because of any hard work. It was just like a magical thing that happened. Right. Like Mm -hmm. they're just like a prodigy. The thing that I find funny about that is like people like hold Stephen Hawking's in such high regards, you know, because he was a white man and he became disabled. That's what I was thinking, too. I think it's because he became disabled. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But or and also that he's like the exception too. like there Mm -hmm. would never be another disabled person that was smart or talented or like skilled. Right. Ever. Yeah. Can I also remind everybody that we had a president that was disabled? We had a fucking president. And we, who was also a part of the Illuminati, but whatever. Um, but <laughs> we also had a woman by the name of Connie Boswell, who was very famous in the 20s and 30s or something like that, or 30s, 40s. You know, those sister groups, the Boswell sisters. Mm-hmm. She was on like the Bing Crosby show, all that shit. They hid her disability. But um, she was very successful, actually. They hid um, FDR's disability, too. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Obviously, you couldn't, like, get in there if you were openly disabled. Yeah. You know? So stupid. I also wonder, like, I've had a few friends that were blind, and it's common to, um, if they're in a new place, like, even if they use a cane, um, to play sight, not play sighted, to act as a sighted guide. I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, what game is this? And they're like, no. Like, when I don't know where the fuck I'm going, I need someone with sight to kind of guide me. It's called sighted guide. You're, that's what you're acting as. Anyways, like, what would an accessible, like, stage look like for someone that was visually impaired like that, you know? Oh. Maybe, like, ropes? I don't know. But, yeah. Interesting. Just random thought. Because, I mean, surely he's not the only visually impaired person that's been on the show. You know? Yeah. I mean, so. Yeah. The other thing with, like, accessibility and theater is, or, or like, stages, you know, mm-hmm. they don't, it's not a concern usually. I feel like for me, like, when I have performed on different stages, a lot of times there's just, like, a back door because they need it to get the sets in. Mm-hmm. So you can usually just like go through that back door and get in. Um, but a lot of times there's stairs. They don't think about that because disabled people are not talented. And even if they are, they why would anybody want to look at them? This is not what I think. This is the world. Okay, I'm rageful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but how is that ADA compliant? Because I mean, like, I'm sure not every fucking stage was built before that you know became implemented you know and like yeah you can have accessible seating but it's it's a venue like all parts of it should be accessible yeah but i guess now that i think about it i mean like restaurants might be accessible but is their back of house accessible no not typically i mean like you couldn't from my experience working restaurants you couldn't 
get a wheelchair like on the grill line and barely have two yeah. people like working side by side that's fucked up yep also i am reminded of this one time where i had auditioned for this show um in san diego a musical and after my audition like they had basically well first of all i couldn't even get down to the stage like they were having the audition on the stage which were downstairs which i could have gotten to the stage like i said through a back door and i know that i could have because there's always a way um but i just said it's okay i'll like sing from up here and the piano player was like all the way down there so Mm -hmm. i did and their response was obviously that they were shocked you know that i Mm -hmm. could sing and then their immediate response was, oh, well, um, yeah, we can't cast you because there's stairs. Oh, my God. Which was this that's like completely illegal. Like completely now that I think back illegal. to it. Yeah, it is. Was like, this like a literally... thing or was this like. Oh, no, this was professional theater. Yeah, no, you totally could have sued. Oh, I know. Like, I wish I would have. I wish I would have like had more self-esteem um yeah because i feel like like some like you have faced so much discrimination just in the time that i've known you which admittedly has been a long fucking time but anyways (laughs) where like you have faced like illegal discrimination and you should just have like a fucking lawyer like on fucking like speed dial because this shit happens all the time you could be coming into so much money yeah it's unfortunate but also money i mean the thing is though is like people like it's hard to prove discrimination that's the problem with that because people and especially for like theater and stuff you know like it's like because they can choose whoever i mean theater or performance in general is just completely based on how you look it just is that's like the nature of the fucking that's just how it is so it's like would be hard to argue except for the fact that that guy literally told me that he couldn't cast me because of there being stairs he literally said that to me so you okay okay (laughs) this might be illegal but you should just keep like a fucking like recording device on you right oh i know i was thinking that dude like you know you can get like spy cameras and shit like in teddy bears like you should just strap one to you or i could just turn my fucking phone on record anytime i'm about to like go somewhere or have like god that's so fucking annoying like there's it's 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 like it's it's a losing battle i mean like you can't prove it but you're facing it and you can't even like fucking monetize it (sighs) yeah um shitty i don't know it's a struggle i feel very done so like just in general well speaking of how theater is just like you know based on your looks how about that article about um physical beauty standards did you read that yeah the one by heather jones okay the way that you said that i was like do you know what that article was about (laughs) yeah no i couldn't remember her name sorry (laughs) um so that wasn't what the article was about at all and it was actually this woman had made a post um on something I don't know and she had commented about something that had nothing to do with beauty or anything like that and the response she got people who didn't agree with like what she had said the response she had gotten from them was that she was so ugly like that was like how they would attack her um and then like people who were on her side for what she said the argument that she had made whatever it was 
their response to her was like, you are beautiful, right? To try and like take away from like all the people telling her that she's ugly. And her whole thing was that she's like, I can be ugly. Like she's like, I'm allowed to be ugly and have value. And I don't want you to come over to me and like try to reassure me because you think that that's where my value is placed. Yeah. I, mean, I would like, rather you encourage what I had just said. Yeah. Like how so frustrating I know it my... is. Like how frustrating is it to have your intelligent discussion derailed to just focus on her looks? Like those are two separate things, people. Yeah. God. It also, I mean, it goes to show, though, how women are just really, like, encouraged to, like, believe that their only value is based on how they look. And men and women both have been fooled and, like, believe this lie. Yeah. And it's really sad, Baldy. Uh, <laughs> but so she was basically just trying to, like, her whole point, And I just, I loved reading this because I'm so fucking tired of all of these people over here being like oh my god the standard of beauty is like just not welcoming for all of us and it's like nah boo boo the problem is is that you think that your value is based on your beauty or based on how you look and it's not yeah instead of being like everyone is that in their fucking head yeah dude like instead of being like everyone is beautiful try everyone is valuable you know yeah exactly yes thank you and the other thing is too not everybody is agreeably attractive to everyone else. Yeah, like, it's completely subjective. Bullshit. Yeah, it, it is. It 100% is. Like, there are people that I think are really good looking that I've talked to other people where they were like, that person's the ugliest person I've ever seen in my life. And I was just like, whoa. And every time that happens, I love it. Because it goes to show that, like, everybody has their own taste, you know? Yeah. And I really love this thing that, you know, she said. She said um, that... Like saying that you are valued um, is is unlike beauty because it can be applied equally to everyone and means I see you and I respect your right to personhood and dignity regardless of your personal strengths and weaknesses. It's like a mic drop right there. Yeah, seriously. (sighs) People are just, I mean, honestly, though, when it comes down to it, y'all are sheeps, okay? Y'all are fucking sheep. Wake up. Like, wake up. And also, like, know. beauty fades. So why be so fixated on it? Yeah, that's so fucking true also. I mean, It like, really is. It's it's just like, God. Man. Ugh. So. This is why I'm not fucking with Abel's anymore. Um, Not as if they're not, like, there aren't disabled people that are shallow. Of course there are. But I just, you know, like. I don't want to deal with sheep. Like, I feel like when you're disabled, you at least have to think a little bit, you know? Yeah. So I went to visit my great-grandmother um, this week, and she had something kind of interesting to say about Trump. <laughs> this is what she said. Like, this is a direct quote. Took a long time to get that ugly. My mentor once told me that you can tell the character of a man by his face when he gets to be about 45. Took a long time to get that ugly. Poor thing needs a lot of prayer. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, like, I get what she says. You know what I mean? Like, when you are, like, constantly, like, 
stressed out or like in a negative environment, like it affects your body, right? But, you know, that shouldn't be your value. But I guess that was just her nice way of saying that. Fuck Trump. You know, I uh, recently was listening to Johan Hari, I think is his name. Um, fucking insightful as fuck. That, that name guy sounds did familiar. a lot of research. Yeah, he did. He's done like a few TED Talks. Um, so he was basically researching why people are um, depressed. Like what it comes from, and obviously what he found is that because they're not connected and they don't feel like they have purpose or that they're seen or valued and all that, whatever. But one of the things he talked about was that um, I guess like Melania Trump had given some speech somewhere and a guy had asked her, would you be with Trump if he wasn't rich? And her response was, do you think he would have married me if I wasn't beautiful? And I just thought that was the best fucking response ever because I feel like gold diggers get have a bad rap especially because they're called gold diggers because mm-hmm. it's like their husbands are literally doing exactly what they're doing yeah no i mean like that's a great response i mean but it's so true but also how empty of a marriage would that have to be where it's like you're both like not into it you're just doing it like for the convenience it affords you you know what i mean like it's convenient to have it's a it's a rite of passage to have a trophy wife when you're rich and right. like when you're beautiful it's a lot easier to be rich you know, because you're already, like, given pretty privilege. But if you have right. money on top of that, like, man, what an easy life. Oh, yeah. I just, I hadn't, I think before hearing, the like, her response, I, I think I had more villainized the women. And mm-hmm. I think that that's so, just, like, my conditioning. And it's so sexist. Mm-hmm. And I kind of am looking at it now as more like, yeah, dude, like, why are we so hateful towards women? Like, as a society, you know? Because we're a patriarchal society. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why. Good point. Yeah. Um, I, I still don't understand the, like, trophy wife or, like, trophy husband kind of thing, though. Not as if trophy husband is a thing that happens so often. But because it's, like, like you They're said, like, kept why? kept men. Kept men. Yeah, a kept husband. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. Intro music is from Lizzo. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or on our website, cripplandbaldy.com. If you'd like to be featured on our podcast or would like to send us an anonymous question, you can find us on our website at cripplandbaldy.com. That's exactly how I feel. I woke up.